Hey guys, it's Psychology Babe, and today I just want to come on here and just talk a little bit. Talk about life and changes, and I know sometimes things can be really heavy, so I don't really want to talk about heavy things today. I want to talk about good things. I want to talk about believing and trusting that your path and your purpose will be illuminated for you and you'll find your way. Um... Sometimes life can just take you on these strange, strange trips and journeys and just, you know, things happen that you never thought was going to happen. You end up in places you didn't even know that you were going to be. You lose people that you thought were going to be in your life forever. You gain new people. Life just has a way of like, it's just a journey, you know, like you just go through so many different things over the course of a lifetime, you know. And I just wanted to talk about the goodness of life, though, just keeping hope. You know, I just want to encourage people to have hope. Always have hope. Just keep pushing. Like, even when you feel like you want to give up, even when you feel alone or you feel lonely or you just feel like, just keep going. Because, like, at the end of the day, everything is going to work out. It really is. It's going to work out the way that it's supposed to. And, like, you know, I tell you guys all the time about how I follow Abraham Hicks. And one of the things she says is, you know, to to just let go and try not to control the uncontrollable. Because truthfully, that's what life is. I mean, it's just completely uncontrollable. And I think the reason that we all get so stressed out and just, you know, it's so difficult is because we really, truly try to control everything. We want to control it. We want to... We want things to go our way, and I get it. I mean, I know people are going to say, well, of course we do. I mean, everybody wants things to go their way. But what I'm saying is is that, you know, if there's something that you can do about things, then do it. But if there's not, like if there's really not, like if you just know that there's nothing you can do, you know, just take your hands off of it and leave it alone. Like really just leave it alone. Just say, you know what? It's going to work out how it's supposed to work out. Let me tell you something. I've done that with my life and it is so much better. It has relieved so much stress out of my life. Now, do I still sometimes have an issue with that? Because I have to, you know, I have to get back on myself too. And I have to be like, okay, you know, this is out of your control. So stop trying to control it. I mean, it's going to be a lifelong thing, but you can do it. You know, I just want to let people know that like, most of life is uncontrollable. You know, if we're just being real, if we're having a real conversation, most of life is just uncontrollable. There's not going to be anything that you can control. I mean, now you can make decisions in your life. I get that. You know, we all have free will. So sometimes your life is going to go according to a lot of the choices that you make. But what I'm saying is, is that in the end, though, it's always still going to end up the way that it's supposed to if you ever notice that. Like even with us having free will and even with us making our own choices, at the end of the day, things always still like end up how they're supposed to, if that makes sense. And so I just want you to know that if there are things that are not, seems like they're not going right right now or things aren't working out or whatever, there's a reason for that. And I think when you start acknowledging that, because I do that, like sometimes there might be something, you know, there's something that I want or that I wish would work out the way I want it to. And I have to remind myself that, okay, well, if it's not working out right now, then it's just not time. Doesn't mean that it won't work out the way I want it to, or it's not going to work out the way that I want. And then I have to be okay with that too. 
Because, you know, this is my philosophy in life. I know that my life is supposed to be good. I know that I'm supposed to be happy and abundant. I know that. I know it. And so I know that the universe and source is not punishing me or doing anything to me to make my life hard or bad or whatever you want to call it. Like if it's not happening, it's for my own good. And if you start looking at life like that, like knowing that like things are for your good. See, we have a tendency to always look at things as punishment or I'm not getting it because I don't deserve it or I'm a bad person or I'm this, that and the third. You know, I think we all go through life always feeling like we're not good enough. It doesn't matter what it is. We feel like we're not good enough for anything. Even if you want to have a close relationship with source, a lot of times you won't because you feel like, oh, I've made too many mistakes. I've done too many things. I'm just a horrible person. You know, why would I ever be blessed with anything? Why would anything good happen to me? And that is not how source works. It is not how the creator is. He doesn't punish us. He doesn't, you know, he's not, it's not about sitting there wanting to punish people and, oh, you're evil and you're bad and you don't deserve anything. It's all for good. It's all for our good. And you just have to believe that. So if you look at life in that sense of like, well, if something's not working out for me or if I'm not getting it right now, just understand that either something better is coming or that will work out. It's just not time right now or I'm just not supposed to have it. You know what I mean? And then that means that you make way for something else. And I get that that's hard. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, it's not easy to kind of just sit back and like let things happen. I get that because we're not patient. I mean, I you know, patience is something I've had to work on. But I tell you, boy, have I learned a lot of patience in these last few years. I really have. Going through my own spiritual awakening, I've learned a lot of patience. I've learned that, you know, it's not about me. I've kind of just taken myself out of the equation, if that makes sense. And I think that's what you have to do. I really believe that. I think sometimes you have to really just take yourself out of the equation. Stop feeling like you are in control of everything and like, I'm going to make this happen. And I'm, now don't get me wrong. I am not trying to say that you have, you're supposed to just sit back and expect the creator to just do everything for you. You are the co-creator and you are supposed to join. You have to do your part. I don't mean that. I don't mean it just, and that's actually why a lot of people get disappointed too, because they feel like everything's supposed to just come to them. You know, I want it. I've asked for it. I've prayed for it. So why is it not coming? Because you're not putting any effort though. You have to put effort into things as well. So you're the co-creator. And, but my point is, it's just, if you take yourself out of everything where you're just like, you know, I want this and I deserve this and, and this, you just, just like learn how to live, you know, and that's a simple statement, but like, it's very difficult to do if you you understand what I'm saying. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I do live, but no, you know, we're constantly from the time we get up and wake up in the morning, we're constantly just in our heads and we're trying to make things happen. And we're trying to, you know what I mean? Like, and you just really don't like go with the flow of life. That's what I mean. It's about learning how to just go with the flow of life. Like within the course of that day, just go with wherever the day takes you. Stop always feeling like everything has to be planned out every second and I have to do this and I have to do that. And even if you do plan things, nothing wrong with planning, but learn how to be spontaneous too and just allow things to happen because sometimes things aren't going to go the way that you want them to. 
And see, then that's why someone will get like so upset. They'll get so upset and so mad and so frustrated because it didn't go the way that they wanted it to go. But if you kind of just go with the flow of your life and say, okay, well, you know what? This happened today or this didn't happen today and I'm not going to stress about it. I'm just learning how to just take it easy. I'm learning how to just like let life flow. I mean, seriously, like I just don't want to be stressed. I I don't like to be stressed. I don't want to be stressed. I just want to be at ease. I want to be at peace. And if there are things in my life that are causing me stress, I don't want to deal with them. And and I know a lot of people are going to say, well, that's not reality, though, because we have things that might stress us out. I get that, but you can figure out ways to deal with things, though. You can. You still need to figure out ways to deal with things so that you don't become so anxious and so depressed to the point that it's like you can't function. You know what I mean? Life is just meant to be lived. It's not meant so much to be planned out. Like, like everything just has to be like, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it other than to say just live like just take every day as it comes but like get the most that you can out of that day you know I think a lot of people too are just living a life of like I mentioned it a couple of times before about how people like really want different things but they won't say it you know a lot of people deny the things that they want they deny the things that they that will make them happy and I think that's truly sad and I don't just mean like relationships But that could be a big part of it, too. But I don't just mean relationships. I mean, whatever in your life, like people will just sacrifice their happiness. And what are you doing that for, though? Because truthfully, no one else in your life can be happy if you're not happy. Like, how are you going to make other people in your life happy if you're constantly miserable? That's honestly why some people are like always in a bad mood like there's some people who are just never happy and you know you will like write those people off and just say oh they're just like these mean nasty people but sometimes people are just like they're so defeated like they just don't know what to do they just feel like their life is just a mess and they're not happy and they're just you know and so sometimes the thing to do is just to talk to people you know sometimes it's not always what it seems is all I'm saying you know People are just going through things sometimes. And when people don't know how to deal with things, it just shows up in other ways. It shows up as, you know, meanness and nastiness and rudeness and whatever, you know. And I'm just learning that it's not always what you see when you deal with people. But if you can learn how to just take each day, let life kind of come to you, if that makes sense. Like whatever comes in for that day, take it, whatever you don't need or don't want, just leave it. You know what I mean? Like, but don't take everything to heart so much. Like when you're with people, just enjoy people, be in the moment with people, you know? And and the thing about it is, is that, you know, I read this book called The Four Agreements and it's really, really good. And if you get a chance to read it, you really need to. It's an awesome book about reframing your your mind and the way that you think. It's an awesome book. I really, truly love it. Again, it's called The Four Agreements. And, you know, the thing about it is is that, you know, it's just teaching you that we make all of these assumptions about people and about things. And we really do. And that's part of the problem. It's a huge part of the problem. Like you assume you know how somebody else feels. You assume you know what's going on in their life. You assume that you, and, and literally it may not even be 
the things that you're thinking, you know? But because we make up all of these scenarios in our head, we drive ourselves crazy. And and then sometimes, haven't you ever done that? Like where something happened between you and someone or whatever, and then eventually you guys will talk about the situation or talk about whatever. And you find out that like you both were thinking all of these things that were completely wrong, but because you didn't communicate and talk to each other, you just live with this false sense of what you thought was going on. You know what I mean? Like just learn how to not make assumptions and like talk to people. I think that's that's probably the only really downside of like social media and technology because, you know, people lose the human connection. Like people just decide, you know, I don't want to talk. I don't want to deal with people anymore. So I'm just going to ghost them or not talk to them. And I will tell you something. Ghosting is really serious. It's, it, it can cause damage. It causes psychological damage. It causes mental damage. I mean, it, it really affects people. And I think people don't understand that. They just think like, oh, well, I'm going to. And, and for people who, because when you say that, people say, well, no, I will ghost anyone. If, they, if they're causing me this or doing this or doing that, of course, Use your discernment. I don't mean that you have to talk to people that are harming you or doing something bad to you. I would never suggest that. What I am saying, though, is that when you just make decisions to just because you had an argument with someone or, you know, something happened in a relationship, whether it's family, friends or romantic, but you just decide, well, I'm just not going to deal with that person anymore. So you just shut that person out of your life. That's what I'm talking about. You know, back in the day, you could get angry with someone. You could get upset, but it didn't mean the relationship was over. It didn't mean your friendship was over. It didn't mean the relationship was over. It didn't mean you stopped talking to them forever. I mean, you used to get upset and maybe y'all didn't talk for like a little bit or a little while or a day or two or something. And then you were right back at it. You know, you were friends again or you were in a relationship again because having disagreements with people should not mean you just ghost them and you never speak to them again for the rest of your life. But that's become so easy and so simple for people. But you're causing damage to people because you're just abruptly cutting off something without explanation to people. You know, I mean, like I said, unless someone's really doing some real damage to you, like real harm, then why would you just stop, you know, but see, that's become acceptable now. You know, that that's acceptable because people are just like, I don't want to deal with it. You did something that made me mad. You said something that made me mad. So I'm going to block you. I'm going to ghost you, you know, and people are just so quick and easy to just dismiss people from their life because it's like, oh, I could just go ahead and find, I'm going to find somebody else to replace you. But see, what we're doing is just creating a world of like meaningless, shallow relationships where people are just hopping from person to person to person. And like you can't form any meaningful friendships. You can't form any meaningful relationships. You can't form. And and it's sad, though, because it's not. We're all connected and we need that. And there will be people in life who will go through life saying, I don't need anyone and I don't care and I got myself and I can take. You're not meant to do that. It doesn't matter what you feel or what you think. That's that's not how the world was created. It's not what it was created for. We are all connected. We're all one consciousness and people need love. You know, I was reading about this study where it said that people need at least eight hugs a day. I don't know if you know that, but eight hugs a day. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't need eight hugs a day. Who needs eight hugs a day? 
But the point of it is, is that physical connection with someone, that warmth of someone putting their arms around you and saying that it's okay, that it's going to be okay. Human touch is so important. Being connected to other people is so important. Talking to people, loving people, you know, being close to people, it's so important. But I just feel like in this day and time, you know, it's just people are just getting further apart. And like I said, it's just, it's so easy to drop people, to drop your friends, to drop relationships, to drop whatever. I don't want to deal with you anymore. I'm going to go over here now because this person has my attention. And again, like I said, all of these superficial, meaningless relationships, and then those don't work out. And then you're on to the next. There's no deep, meaningful relationships being formed with people anymore because it's just like, I know that something else is waiting right around the corner. Like if you don't act the way that I want you to, to act, if you don't do the things that I want you to do, then there's going to be someone who will. And so there's no effort put into relationships. There's no effort into making things right. You know, I saw this this show the other day and there were, it was a scene and they had had an argument and the person was like, oh, so I guess it's over now. And the girl was like, no, like we just had a fight. But just because we had a fight doesn't mean I don't love you anymore. Like what you did upset me and we need to talk about it and we're angry with each other. But it's not like I'm done with you. Like it's over. And that was so sad though that, you know, in the past, those are the only types of relationships that he knew. It's like, well, I upset you, so I guess it's over now, right? And that's life. That's real life right now. That's really what's going on. And that study saying that people need like eight hugs a day is amazing. I mean, I, because I really, I truly believe that as well. You know, there's nothing like a hug. I'm a hugger. I love to hug. I'm a very affectionate person. A lot of people are not. And I understand that because maybe they grew up and they were never hugged or hugging wasn't a thing in their family and all of that. But I feel sorry and I feel bad because truthfully, you know, when you hug people, there is that connection. There's that physical closeness of just being held and being loved on and being affectionate and being, you know what I mean? So, you know... I just wish people could understand that you can go through life all you want to saying that you don't need other people and you don't need anybody and it doesn't matter to you if if people leave your life and I don't care and I don't, you know, you lose these valuable friendships and valuable people in your life and you're, you're saying that you don't care. First of all, let me tell you something. Um, loyalty, everyone doesn't have that. Not everyone's going to be loyal to you. So when you find loyal people people who really want the best for you and they show you that. See, this is the thing. People will say, well, how do you know someone loves you? And how do you know? You know, I'm not trying to pretend like I know every single thing about love, but this is what I do know is that it'll just show in the way that a person treats you. It will always show in their actions because a person who loves you, they they check on you. They they check in with you. They, they encourage you. They want the best for you. They support you. And I don't just mean financially. What I mean is like if you're saying that you want to do something with your life, they're going to be the first person to encourage you. If you get, you know, disillusioned or depressed or sad, they're like, no, you can do it. They're the person that's there lifting you up. See, a lot of people are just with people for what they can do for them. Like you run into a lot of people who are only, they operate from self. 
They operate from ego. And it's completely about what can you do for me? Like if I get into this relationship with you, what is it that you can give me? What can I get from you? Then I understand a lot of relationships are based on the physical appearance because when you that's that's how you're attracted to someone when you first see them, you know, or whatever. But a lot of people do. They just operate from self. You know, whether it's what can you do for me financially? You know, you're going to look good on my arm or, you know, just how can I use you? How can I get? And you can't operate like that. You can't operate in ego. See, that's why I say it's important to do meditations to try to heal your inner child and meditations on meeting your higher self, because then and only then can you meet people and come from a place of love and of giving and of you know, wanting to reciprocate what you give. Because when you operate from ego, it's only about self. It's only about what can I get. And so a lot of people, when they're in relationships, that's all that it's about. And so that's why it's easy for them to discard people and to not care. Because it's like, oh, you've served your purpose now. I don't care. It's time for me to go find someone else because now you're no longer doing what I want you to do or you're not giving me what I want you to give me. So, so people... It's easy for people to discard when when they're operating from self like that. And at some point, you need to look at yourself and make sure that you're not operating like that. You don't want to be that type of person. You don't. Love should be reciprocal. You know, everything should be mutually beneficial. It should work for everyone involved. And a lot of times that's not what's happening. But if you continue to just go through life thinking, I'm going to use people, I'm going to just be this person who it, it's it's it may seem like it's a fun way to live and it may even be fun for a while. But I promise you, it's not going to be fun forever. It's not because at some point you're going to develop feelings for someone. And the sad part about it is but by the time you develop feelings for this person, they're going to treat you the way that you've been treating everyone else in your life. But see, at this point in time, now you're ready to settle down. Now you're ready to treat someone right. Now you're ready to be, you know, give that reciprocity. But see, that person's not because that's just how life works. That's karmic debt. You know, I talk about that too. You have to pay. You, you've got to... And and this is not like I, again. I'm not trying to say that life wants to punish you. It's not about punishing. You know, everything is just about reaping and sowing, and and what you put out and what you get back and things like that. That's all I mean. Whatever you put out into the world and into the universe, you know, it's gonna come back to you because that's just how it is. You know, so learn how to just let life flow let life be and what i mean by that is just don't try so hard you really don't have to try that hard like if you if you have goals and you have dreams and you just work on pursuing those i feel like everything else in your life will will figure itself out you know what i mean like the other things will come to you you know cuz sometimes i know you know you're going to look at some people and you think wow they have it all together they have the perfect career they have the perfect family life they have the perfect friends they have this they have that but you know nothing's perfect nothing's perfect and everything takes work and you cannot judge from the outside because you don't know what's going on in a person's life but this is what I can tell you is that I don't want to pretend I don't want to live my life pretending for anyone like if my life is really good 
I want it to really be good. And if I'm happy, I want to really be happy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to pretend like I'm happy, but I'm really not. I don't want to pretend like I have this amazing life, but I don't. You know, I, I just want to live as authentic as I can. And if that is an example for other people, then great. Wonderful. I mean, but at the same time, you can't look at other people and want what they have you can't say, I mean you know it's okay to just be like I would like to have a wonderful loving family life and a great career I mean nothing wrong with that but I just mean don't look at other people and envy what other people have just make your own path make your own destiny because it's about your dream it's about what you want what do you want don't don't want what someone else has or you know there's times you talk to people like there's People that I talk to sometimes and when I talk to them immediately, all they talk about is like superficial things. Like there's some people that you talk to and they will never be able to have like a deep, real conversation with you. And and and, and when I say deep, it doesn't even have to get so deep. I don't mean like that. But there are some people all they're going to talk about is are like things, material things, honestly, like there's a person and like, if I haven't talked to them in a while, but every time I talk to them, every time it's, oh, I got this and I bought this and I want this and I saw this and I this and this and, and everything that they're saying is materialistic. It's stuff. It's things. They never talk about what's going on in their life or how they're feeling or, you know, what's really going on. What's 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 really happening in your life? Like, are you OK? Are you? It's just always. And the thing about it is, is that I realize with this person, I mean, I know what it is. This is how this person copes. This person doesn't deal with their life. There's a lot of things that need to be healed inside of this person. And I'm aware of that. And I know that. And, you know. I'm there if that person ever wants to go there and talk about those things. I don't press because you have to allow people to come to you when they're ready. So I'm not trying to beat anyone up and say, you know, but but the reason that they focus so much on external things is because inside they are not secure with who they are and they haven't dealt with a lot of things that happen when they were younger that have caused them to just value things and not only them valuing things, but they think that that's the way to get people to love them. It's always about giving people things. They're a very giving kind person, but whenever they talk to you or they see you, they always want to give you something. It's about giving you because I guess for them, that means if I give people things, they will love me. They will like me. They will and truthfully, you set yourself up to be used and abused by people when you're that way, when you are so giving. And, and but, but see, that's that's love to this person. That's their love language. Something else that you have to understand in life is, is everyone has a love language. And that love language is based on how you were taught when you were younger. And it teaches you how to love. It teaches you how to love, how to show love, how to receive love. And a lot of people, that's why they get scared. They run because they don't know. Like if a person's never had love, when they meet a person who's really in love with them and really, really trying to love them, they run. That scares them. I mean, they're going to take off. They're gone. They're, those are the people that want to ghost and, and cut you out of their life because they just can't believe that someone would love them that much because they've never received that. 
And it's so sad. You know, it, it's really sad. But it's also why I say it's so important to do healing work. I get that it's hard. I get that it's scary. I get that it's easier to have coping mechanisms. It's easier to food and alcohol and drugs and sex and people and whatever. And you always have to be. That's why a lot of people, they always have to just be with someone. They can't be alone because it's like, I can't, you know, I just, I don't want to be alone. You know, I need someone with me. Some people have abandonment issues. Some people have rejection issues. I mean, you have all of these things. And so when you have this fear of abandonment, you need to be around people. You need people there. So that's why a lot of people, they jump from relationship to relationship. A lot of people will say, well, man, we just broke up and they're already with someone else because they just cannot. They can't be alone. They don't want to because that hurts too much. And it makes them have to deal with that abandonment wound that they felt when they were younger. So life truly is about healing. If you can heal yourself, and it is a continual process, but if you can get to a place where you are healed to a degree, you really can have a good life. You can have an amazing life. And I know some people, people tell themselves, oh, I'm never going to be happy. Things are never going to work out for me. And first of all, you know, if you think that way, that's exactly what you're going to get. So the first thing you have to do is change your mindset. You absolutely have to change that. But also it's just about allowing but I think, too, in life, you, you have to get tired. It's not until people get tired of the way that their life is going and the things that are happening. Like when you constantly keep seeing the same thing and the same cycles and the same and you just keep repeating and repeating and repeating. It's about you getting tired of living that life and saying, you know what, like I, I'm really tired of this. Like I just I want something different. I want something better. And I'm going to tell you, when you get to that, that's a breakthrough. It really is because then you will start to make different changes. You will make better changes, better choices, better decisions. But until that happens, you know, it's not, things aren't going to get better because some people will just keep on in these same cycles and you keep talking to them and they're just in the same situations over and over and over. And it's just like, at what point are you going to realize, like, is it going to take you getting to old age and then you're all alone and you have all of these regrets and you're like, oh, I wish this and I wish that. You know, don't do that. Don't wait until you're older and have all of these regrets. You know, I'm trying to learn how to live my life now and in this present moment by making decisions that I don't have to regret. I'm trying to learn to be impeccable with my word. I understand, you know, sometimes you're you're going to fail at some of these. You know, those are the four agreements. You got to not make assumptions. You got to be impeccable with your word and you got to do your best. And you just got to, again, that book is amazing. If you get a chance to read it, you really should. It's called The Four Agreements. But you got to just like, and, and you got to let people be, you got to let people live their own life. That's another thing too. I think we get so frustrated because we want to control other people's lives too. And and I don't mean that in the sense of it's just that you want people to do what you want them to do. Like if you love them, you want them to love you back. If you or what you know what I'm saying? Like or if you're a loyal friend, you expect your friends to be loyal to you. But, you know, that's not always going to be the case. It's not. Let me tell you something. It's a hard lesson to learn. As I've said many times, you go through this life and you truly understand that. 
life is not always going to work the way that you think that it should. It's not. There are going to be people that hurt you, betray you, all kinds of things. But believe it or not, when all of these things happen, you don't know it then. But all of these things are rebuilding you. They're breaking you down to rebuild you into a stronger version of yourself. They're making you better. They're helping you to have better discernment. They're helping you to not be so naive. They're helping you to like, not be so easily taken advantage of by people. And like I said, at the time, it hurts, doesn't feel good. It sucks, in fact. But when you can get on the other side of it, you come out so much better and you truly understand why you had to go through a lot of the stuff that you went through. And I get it. People are like, well, man, you know, I get tired of going through stuff. I don't I don't want to keep going through stuff. Hey, trust me, I'm right there with you. I get it. You know, at some point you're just like, okay, I think I've learned every lesson possible. How many more lessons do I have to learn? What else do I have to go through? But, I, you know, all I can say is that I look back on a lot of things that have happened in my life, a lot of the relationships and friendships that I've had. And I used to, you know, when, when you're not healed, you, you say things like, oh, I wish I'd never met this person. I wish I'd never been involved with them. I wish I'd never been friends with this person. I wish, and I don't do that anymore. I do not. Every single thing that's happened in my life, whether it was a friendship, whether it was betrayal, whether it was relationships that didn't work out and people, whatever it was. I look at all of those things in my life now and I'm grateful for them. And let me tell you something, it takes a lot of healing to get to that point where you can say that you wouldn't change going through those things. That that's that's a lot of healing. That requires a lot of healing. But I would not change those things. I really would not because of who I am today and who I am right now and how I feel about myself and how much stronger I am and how capable I am and how I know that I deserve all good things. I deserve to be respected, to be valued, to be appreciated. I deserve the same kind of loyalty that I give to other people. I deserve all of that. And all of that stuff teaches you that. It teaches, it teaches you self-love, which is honestly the best love. It's the best love because until you can love yourself, you really can't love other people properly. You think that you're loving people. You do. When you are so dysfunctional, you think you're loving people, right? But when you're coming from a place of like abandonment and rejection, you are just, you are okay with breadcrumbing. You're okay with someone treating you however they want to. You're okay with people betraying you and then you take them back, whether it's a relationship or a friendship, you know, you'll be like, oh, you, you make excuses for people. You accept that kind of behavior. So that's what I mean. If you don't love yourself, you can't love other people correctly and you're going to attract other people who don't love you. They're, they're going to mirror mirror how you feel about yourself they are like you don't love you so they're gonna not love you too and it's only when you get this self-love and this self-confident to know self-confidence to know that like no I deserve to be treated like I matter because I do then guess what 
You're going to vibrate on that frequency and you're going to attract other people who see you in that same light. See, it's such a lesson. It, it, it's, it's really, truly amazing when you really think about how everything is frequency and vibration and how you draw things into your own life by how you are. But see, we don't think that. We think all of this external stuff. Oh, well, these people do this stuff to me because of this and this and this and this. But honestly, it all starts with you. I'm going to tell you something. One time I was talking to this girl and she lost weight, you know, and she looked great. And I was just like, oh, you look so good. You look great. Like, what did you do? I, you know, she didn't give me any diet plan. She didn't give me any workout routine. Do you know what she said? And I never forgot it. She said, I started loving myself. And I know to a lot of people, and I even think back then at the time that she told me, because it's been years ago, I'm kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of like, really? Like, no, what did you really do? Like, how many sit-ups did you do? How often were you on the treadmill? You know, you're looking for something like that. But the thing was that she got it. Way back then, she said, I started loving myself. And now I realize that makes so much sense because what she was saying was like, when you don't love yourself, you don't care what you feed yourself. You don't care how you treat your body. You don't care that you're ingesting things that aren't good for you. You don't care that you're, you don't care about your blood pressure and your blood sugar and your just whatever, like taking care of yourself. And this is not about shaming anyone or anything. This is about self-love. I mean, I think that that was such an enlightening statement to make, for someone to make, to say, I started loving myself. Literally, that was the first thing. That was it. And once she started doing that, she started making better choices. You see what I'm saying? She started caring. And I know for a fact that it works because that's how I am now. Like, because I love myself, I choose things that are good for me. You know, I want to take better care of my body. I want to be healthy. I want to make sure that things that I'm putting in my body are not harming me and not. You just, when you love yourself, you want to take better care of yourself, if that makes sense. So everything is about self-love. It's absolutely everything. And self-love is really just loving source because you have source inside of you. You know what I mean? When you love yourself, you love, that's just loving source. That's, that's, see, when you can get that and you can understand that that's, that's really it right there. That's it. Loving yourself is loving source because source lives within you and just, you take better care of yourself and not even just taking better care of yourself. You take better care of other people. When you come from a place of self-love, <laughs> You love other things and other people around you too. So that's the beauty of love in all forms. Love just makes you care about everything. It makes you care about yourself, other people, other things, animals, the planet, everything. It just makes you care. But so many people just feel like they're not worthy. And they say, I don't know, you know, I've tried to love myself. I can't. I just, if there's so much, I, there's so much wrong with me. People look in the mirror and then all they want to do is just pick themselves apart every day. Don't do that. Don't. I, you know, and I don't care. I don't care what marks you have. I don't care what scars. 
It's you. Just look in the mirror and understand that it is you. And you are unique and there is only one you. And and it doesn't matter that you have scars and marks and you don't have to be perfect. Stop thinking that you do. I don't care what you see. I don't care what people tell you. I don't care. And I don't care. Don't let other people make you feel like you're not good enough because, oh, you don't have this and this is not big enough and this don't look like that and that and this and that and this. Who cares? I'm me. And I'm special. Look at yourself and say that. Don't every time you're looking in the mirror, you have something negative to say about yourself. Like you literally hate yourself. You literally hate the way you look. You hate your body. You hate, you know, you're just constantly, oh, this is wrong and that's wrong and this is wrong and that's wrong and this doesn't look and this. I mean, hey, we've all been there. We've been there. Constantly just nitpicking. But I don't do that anymore. When I look in the mirror now, I I love my flaws and all. I don't care. I don't care about the marks. I don't care about the scars. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I don't care. I look in the mirror and I see a beautiful person staring back at me. I see a good person. I see a kind person, a loving person. And I will tell you something. All of those qualities are way more important than the way that I look. And that's why when you get to a point where you love yourself, you know, When you meet people, you want so much more than someone telling you about how you look. How I look is not the most important thing about me. It's not. And I wouldn't care if people felt like I was drop dead gorgeous. The way that I look is not the most important thing about me. There's so much more to me than what I look like on the outside. What I care about is the way that I treat people, the way that I show up in the world, the way that I show up for my friends, the way that I show up for my family, you know, how kind I am and and how not just about being kind, but also just like the effort that I put into my life, like the effort that I put into my career or my job or my, you know, when I put effort into something, I give it my all, you know, I don't have, I'm not half hearted with it. You know, I, I want to give the best, you know what I'm saying? And that's just like one of the four agreements too, you know, just do your best because at the end of the day, that's all that you can do in any situation. And then you know, but, but you got to give your best though. See, that's the thing though. You can't half-heartedly do something and then call it your best. You truthfully have to do the best. But when you do that, and even if it doesn't work out, you understand that, well, I did my best and that's all that I can do. So you don't beat yourself up about things. Life is a constant, it's a learning curve. I mean, it's just about learning, but it's it's about growing and evolving. And that's what I love about life because you don't have to stay the same. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, and, and the thing that irks me the most, you know, about people is when I hear people say, oh, well, this is me and this is just how I've always been and I'm not going to change and I'm this and I'm that. And you're just going to have to accept me the way that I am. Well, let me tell you something. That's a sad statement to make because for me, regardless of if other people accept me how I am, I'm not. Like, I'm always about trying to be better. I'm always about trying to get stronger and better and smarter and whatever. Just 
healthier and and just whatever you know what i'm saying be better a better friend a better daughter a better sister friend relative whatever person partner you want to be the best that you can be and so people like that that's actually a cop-out and it's a sellout for your life when you say that means you're just giving up on being a better version of yourself like you're just okay with your life like with mediocrity or whatever or like just being where you are or like if you're the type of person who is rude and mean or cheater or liar whatever well this is me and i've been this way and people are just gonna have to accept me for no not really see what you don't understand is people don't have to accept you that way just because you accept yourself that way i don't if you come into my path and we meet and i don't like that negativity or that what i don't have to accept you and i know people are gonna be like well that's fine you don't have to but you know you're selling yourself short when you are not willing to evolve and to grow. It's just like I'm always talking about, you know, think about your life in terms of five years and 10 years. And I get a lot of people like, well, I don't know, because, you know, that's in the future. And, and I get it. You're absolutely right. I'm not trying to say that you have to just sit here and you got to live in the present moment. I get that. But all I'm saying is that if you look over your life, there should be like major changes in your life for the better, though. Like you should not still be if someone sees you. And they see you three years later or five years later, or sometimes even a year later, whatever. You should not just still be doing the same things and hanging out with the same people. And I'm not trying to say anything's wrong with that. I'm not trying to say you have to switch up your friends and all these things. People are like, well, I'm not going to get rid of friends that I've known and all. No, but if you're hanging out with people who aren't doing anything, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You guys are all just still doing the same old thing. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. There are going to be some people who are okay with their life like that. They are. Because the truth of the matter is there are going to be people who just vibrate at that level and they're okay with that. And, you know, I'm not knocking it because, hey, I can't tell anyone I can't want more for you than you want for yourself. So for the people who you see and you recognize and you can see that, that, that that's where they're at and they're okay with that and they like being around other people who are like that, there's nothing you can do. Because it's not up to you. See, that's that's the part of being hands-off and letting people... See, I'm the type of person, I'm willing to help anyone. I'm willing to help you in any way that I can. But I'm only going to help you if you're willing to help yourself. That's the number one rule. That's the only rule I have. Because I can't do anything for you that you don't want to do for yourself. I can't help you any more than you want to help yourself. You see what I'm saying? Because that's not... How is that going to help you? If I'm the one that's forcing you or making you or trying to get you to... I can't. But when you come to me and you're ready, I'm there. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm on it. I'm all in and I will help. But I, I cannot want something for you that you don't want for yourself. And I think a lot of people just settle in their life. But I'm not one of those people. I never have been. Never will be. I'm not settling. I want what I want and I'm going to go after it and I'm going to get it. And that's just about continuing to pursue it and not giving up. You know, a lot of times that's the difference between what people perceive to be winners and losers. I don't like to, you know, but but winners are just people who don't give up. I mean, truthfully, they get what they want and it works out because they just don't give up. They just don't stop. Because how can you lose if you don't stop? You see what I'm saying? Like if you just keep going until you get it, how can you lose? You see what I'm saying? But People who give up and just say, well, it didn't work out the first time and it didn't work out the second time and it didn't work out the hundredth time. Okay, but guess what? Try 101. 
I mean, truthfully, sometimes it's going to take a lot of times. It's not just going to be one time. It's not just going to be a hundred times. It might be 300 times. But let me tell you something. If you want something bad enough, you're going to keep going. I mean, people know that when it's something that people really, really want, they'll, they'll keep going after it, right? Isn't that what most people do? If they want a person, they'll keep pursuing them. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, so people know, that's why I'm always saying, people know what they want. People know what they, because when it's something that you really want, you're going to show interest in it. You're going to pursue it. You're going to whatever. So don't be cavalier about your life and don't deal with people who don't deal with you. Like if there are people that you are interested in or that you want, but they're not giving you the time of day or they're not pursuing you or they're not showing any interest, leave them alone and go find people who are interested in you. Go find people who want to be around you. Go find people who want to talk to you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't spend my time anymore talking to people who don't want to talk to me. If, if, I, if I'm the one that's giving all of the effort and I'm not getting any effort back, it's just like that with your friends too. If you're the one that's always got to be reaching out to everyone and always trying to make plans and always trying to see people, but people aren't reciprocating that to you, then stop doing that and make plans with people who want to make plans with you. So we've got to start learning how to entertain the people who want to entertain us. Like, and I'm not trying to say, like, if it's something that you don't really like, I mean, like in relationships that you have to like entertain people. But what I am saying is that a lot of times we dismiss and overlook people who truly are down for us and want to be in our life and want to help us and take care of us because we're so busy looking at people who don't. You got to stop doing that. Because you'll make your life so much easier when you stop doing that. Like, my life is so much easier now that I don't. When I just trust the flow of things and I just trust that if I don't have something, I'm not meant to have it right now. And that if if it is meant for me, that it will come when it's time or that if I don't ever get it, then it wasn't meant to be. I'm learning how to just trust life. I guess that's the best way to say it. I'm learning how to trust life. I'm learning how to trust the timing of my life because timing is another thing. We have to understand that it's not about our timing. And then that goes back to patience as well. You have to have a lot of patience on this journey, let me tell you. Because you know our society, we're definitely a microwave society. We want what we want and we want it right then. We don't like to wait for things. I'll be the first to admit I've had to learn a lot of patience, a lot. But meditation has helped me to do that. And also just realizing that I wasn't in control. I think when you give up control, that helps with learning how to be patient as well. Because you understand that nothing's in your control. Life is a funny thing. It's a funny thing, but it's 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 worthwhile and it's good. And I know that there are a lot of things that go on in the world, things that are not fair and that are not right. And people are going to say, you know, well, it's a lot of things that go on in the world that are horrible and bad. And, and all of that's true. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that that's not, but there's still a purpose and a, there's purpose in everything. I mean, there, there's, there's reasons for everything. And I don't have all of the answers, but I'm telling you that I'm 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 one of the people that searches for answers because I like to know and I like to trust. I'm trusting in the creator. I'm trusting in source that a lot of things are not for me to figure out. I think sometimes when you understand that, too, 
There are things in life that are bigger than us. There are things that we're not going to understand and we're not supposed to understand. And we're not supposed to be trying to figure it out. You, what you can do is be the best version of yourself. You can be, you know, I heard Abraham say one time that, you know, she was talking about all of the things that go on in the world and how a lot of times, you know, we pray for, we pray for things, you know, in the world. We pray that people will be kind and nice and loving and that there won't be, you know, death and destruction and harm and hurt to other people and different things. And we do, we all pray for those things. And, you know, she said one of the most important things that you can do though, because you pray about a certain world that you want to live in. And the most important thing that you can do is to become that person, you know, become the type of person where that's the kind of world that you want to live in. See, like a lot of times we'll pray about things and we want to live in this world where people are kind and nice and people take care of each other and they're not hurting each other or harming each other. And we're not causing all of this death and destruction. And, but yet, you know, as a person, see, it's it's just like starting with yourself. It really is like that song, you know, man in the mirror. If you, the type of world that you want to live in, You've got to reflect that. You have to be that type of person because a lot of people will say, I want to live in a world where people aren't hurting and harming each other, but then they'll, oh, I'm going to do this and I would do this if somebody did this. You you see what I'm saying? Like, like you, you don't mirror the kind of world that you want to live in. And so the first thing, the things that we can do to help live in a world like that, that we pray about and that we say we want is to become that version ourselves, to be that type of person and show up in the world that way. And I hope that makes sense to people because it makes sense to me. You know, the world that you want to live in and the kind of people that you want to see in the world, you need to be that type of person because that's how the world begins to change. That's how we can live in that world that we want to see where there's not death and destruction and harm and hurt and people are doing all of these things to each other. Because when we start to understand and become better people ourselves, we're going to live in a better world. Does that make sense? You're going to live in a better world when you can become a better person. And if we can each do that, then what a world we could live in. You see what I'm saying? So just try to get better every day, but just Let life flow so that you're not so stressed out every day, so that you're not so overwhelmed every day, so that you can have a good life because that's truthfully what the creator wants for us, a good, happy, abundant life full of love and abundance comes in many forms. It's not just money. Whenever I say abundant. I mean, you could be abundant in friendship, in love, in health, in all of these other things. Abundance is so much more than just money. Just, as I say, be the change that you want to see in the world. And people think, oh, well, whatever. I could be this way. And other people see when you start, you keep worrying about everyone else. Stop worrying about external factors. Be the best version that you can be. Because sometimes... You can be an example to other people and you don't even know it. Sometimes people are watching you and you don't know that. You don't know that. So just be the best version that you can be. Don't worry about someone else though. Don't don't say, well, it doesn't matter if I'm a, if this person over here, they're not a good person and they want to harm me and they want to You got to start somewhere. You know, you got to start somewhere.
You can't just complain all the time. You can't just, you know, blame other things and other people. Start with self. Always start with self. Always work on self. I'm not a perfect human being and I will never be and I don't pretend to be. But I can tell you every day I work on being a better version of me. And that's all that I care about. I'm not trying to reach perfection. That's not even something to try to attain. I I don't want to be perfect. I'm not trying to be perfect. But I am trying to be a better version of me every day because that's important. And if I keep showing up and I keep showing people that it's possible and that it's real, then other people will start to believe it too. And that's the thing. That's, That's the thing. It's just like a domino effect. And pretty soon we're all just, you know, that's where we need to get to. Love, care for other people, compassion for other people. You can't just go through your whole life caring only about yourself. And it's just all about me and what I want and what I need. You got you to gotta be aware and the most important thing is to be self-aware. Take the time. Do the work. And I promise you, it'll all fall into place. And your life will get better. Let go. I mean, you hear that saying all the time. Let go, but it's really true. And when you can do that, the magic happens. Have a good one.